Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 52. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. We last left off our heroes. You were knee-deep in the Cerberus facility, I recall. Yes, Imogen had just brokered a detente between Zagara and Lily, recommending that they do some sort of pincer move and come at the main room from two different sides. And the agreement includes Zagara not hurting any of the captive turns and us not hurting any of the brain-controlled Zerg. So we're knee-deep in Zerg troubles while Lily is. I mean, a little bit. That's where Lily's most comfortable, it seems. Zagara was going to take her hydralisk, scowl at you for not feeding Snowball enough. And well, experimenting on Zerg. Well, yes. And for being in charge <laughs> of the facility. In some sense, uh, Lily has not seen the document that incriminates her, I believe. I held up the document folded so that only the last paragraph was visible. So Lily doesn't know that it was her idea. Only that she was in charge? Uh, She knows that she was in charge because Imogen said you used to run this place. Right. And Snowball was staying, standing guard at Alana's door. Right, further back. To keep Snowball out of harm's way and to keep Alana out of harm's way, although she was kind of catatonic in her office. Yeah, she realized that she was not in witness protection. She was, in fact, once again, captured. And she was running like a StarCraft simulation, but Abdul was not one of the computer operators as far as she knew. Correct. She wasn't sure who else was running the simulation today. Yeah, you think they just kidnapped him so he can play video games all day? Maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't (laughs) think so. (laughs) Okay, then. Zagara agrees to take her hydras can sort of take a long way around. It won't be exactly opposite sides, but it is a second way into the room ahead of you. There's a big, like, locked, not quite blast door, but large door. Are there any, like, vent-type systems? Like, do we have any options other than the door? That sounds like a perception check. Can we do this together? Yes, this will be three purples. Because, I mean, like, even if it's not something that we can crawl through, maybe it's just something we can look through or listen through. Well, wait, what's your perception these days? Two ranks. I will use your ranks and my cunning. We have failure. You do not see any other obvious entryways where you might be able to sneak in. Do you remember the codes for these doors, Lily? I tried the codes. I don't... <laughs> you try to get in with a computer's check, we'll say. I will give you a blue die for like some muscle memory that you might have. Two purples and a black. Three advantages and a failure. So Lily says no. <laughs> yeah, you cannot remember the passcode. You know it's supposed to be six digits. And like it maybe starts with a three or an eight. Or a five or a nine. Yeah, but you, it doesn't quite come together. Or maybe the passcodes have been changed since you were last here. 
So that's the only way to get in is through this thing? Unless you go around and fall the same way that Zagar is taking. All right. Ah. Is there a mechanical or skullduggery way to dismantle this thing? There's definitely a skullduggery way. That's three purples. You can get a blue die because you've gotten, like, the computer panel open, and you might be able to bypass certain parts of it. I skulldug at a rank of one. Do you skulldug? No. Okay. You're going to get a blue die from Imogen, and you're going to get a blue die paid forward from... My advantages. One of your advantages, yeah. Okay. Could the mechanics kit be of any use here? Yeah, you get a blue die from mechanics kit, because it's a big, heavy thing. One advantage. Yeah, you try a couple things. Uh, if you're looking, you realize if you're not careful, like you could set off a whole bunch of alarms, put this place on lockdown. That's good to know, because I was going to shoot it next. <laughs> yeah, you might be able to do that safely. You might be able to force it open. You just need to be careful about how you do that. Okay. Right. It has been established that the mechanics kit has a crowbar. It does. But is there any hinges on this door? Like, is there anything I can dismantle? Uh, there's definitely not hinges. It's the kind of door that, like, slides open. Is there, like, anything I can short out or, like, overpower? You want to short something out to open it. You know, like, get it to go into its failsafe mode or something. Right, right. You might be able to get it to open up for, like, an emergency evacuation mode, but there's a very good chance that we'll set off. Alarms. Like, the, the alarms, the, faci- the whole facility will go into that mode. All right. Well, let's see if this can cut through it. I take out my side gauntlet. Okay, okay, I like that. Let's ignite your side gauntlet first. I have two threats, but that is accompanied by three successes and a triumph. This is for turning on the side gauntlet. Okay, so for turning on the side gauntlet, one, you succeed. It definitely does not eat off my arm. It is clamped tight, and it is... You didn't just turn it on. It is somehow drawing energy from you. So, too strain? Too strain, but you have a triumph. It's putting that to very productive use. Unlike normal, you can feel, like, heat radiating off of it. Uh, normally, it just forms, like, a solid energy beam of some kind. Uh, but you can actually feel... Oh, that's warm. You don't even want to get close to that. I overdrove something in the Zygauntlet. You're not 100% sure how it actually ignites or anything like that, or like if it needs servicing. So what I'm hearing is I have a blowtorch now? Well, you have a chance to try to open this door. What is the skill that you're going to want here? Because it is sort of in blowtorch mode, I would allow mechanics. Are you just going to cut the door? (laughs) Instead of going through the lock, you just cut a hole in the door? Or, like, cut a straight line, like, down the edge of it so that wherever the lock mechanism is, that gets disrupted. Okay. Do I get an upgrade with my triumph? You do get an upgrade with your triumph. Uh, This is going to be three purples and a black. You're not going to blue die from your toolkit, though, because you are literally just burning through the door. Well, yeah, I'm not using the toolkit. Yes. I have a knack for mechanics. There you go. Reinforced door, not a problem. Are you sure you don't want to spend a story point to make this go possibly horribly wrong? No, I want to save that for later. Besides, you're going to have this side gauntlet on when you walk in. Who knows what terrible things might happen to you. He wants us to get through this door, damn it. (laughs) Also that. Well, bad news for the getting through the door part. (laughs) I fail, but I have two advantages and another triumph. Somebody opens a door on the other side. And Zagara, she's like, what are you guys doing? Advantages-wise, I could just heal the strain I've taken. Yeah, you can heal the strain. You can tell you've weakened the door, but this thing is just not going to cut through it. It's not really a blowtorch, right? 
So can we now segue to athletics? So Lily kicking up the weakened door open? I was thinking the crowbar, but... Oh, the crowbar is good too. So she can get an upgrade from my triumph? Yes. We're just going to keep going through skills until eventually it's like, why yes? <laughs> Imogen charms it open. What's the difficulty? It's going to be three purples and a black. You do get a blue die from the crowbar as well. And you are a natural, so if this doesn't go well, try again. Athletics and coordination, natural parkour, I think. Yeah, this isn't quite what I had in mind with parkour, but... Oh, but I did it. Three successes and an advantage. Oh, there you go. You loosen it up enough, I can get in. You managed to barely creak open the door. Actually, I say, I say creak. You guys, because you didn't literally just bust it open originally, you weakened it, you tried out a couple different things. You are not immediately noticed, and you're like, you open the door a little bit, I'm guessing, to peek in. So let me pose this question. Would you like to sneak into the room first, or would you like to peek in first? What was it we thought was in this room? I thought it was possible that this was some sort of arena of Zerg being controlled and maybe humans being controlled or maybe like the combat games are happening in here. That was what I thought might be happening in here. It's possible we're going to walk into a room that's just like full of computers and people with headsets on. We would probably just peek in. I know Lily's reckless, but I don't know what... Zagara was the one who knew the facility and this is where Zagara said to go. She's just leading you to a trap for you to die. I don't believe that, because I looked into her mind. Yeah, but Zergads are all twisted around. I clearly saw that she wanted to rip Meme and Lim from Lim. Well, yes. So Lily's the one in front, so Lily's the one who determines. You said you were okay with peeking in? Yeah, I would probably think I would peek in, but I mean, if there's something super exciting, I'm happy to sneak in. No, I, I think peeking in makes, makes sense first. Just give me a two purple perception check, Lily. All right. So I got three successes and two threats. You succeed, so I will reveal some territory here. Do you want me to take the threats as... Yeah, you're going to take the threats as a strain. Uh, you do see a large room. Your door opens up into the lower area. You see, it looks like maybe two distinct groups of Zerg. Uh, not very large. There's a group on the left here that's sort of more brown or yellowish. There's a group on the right that are more purplish. It's a couple different varieties of Zerg, one larger one. Uh, the room goes back a little ways. You can't quite see all the way in the back. Uh, just because there's stuff in the way and it's a little ways out there. Along the edge of the room is sort of like a, a walkway. It's higher up. Uh, you know, it's maybe eight feet off the ground or something. You see at the left, there's at like a computer terminal is like Shelly. She's got like some kind of headset on and is doing something. Uh, in the center, there is a like pillar. Uh, pillar, like also a little walkway kind of area. It's like some sort of tower, perhaps. There is Abdul, not next to any kind of computer terminal. He's like strapped to a, not strapped to a chair, but he seems to be tied there in some fashion. That is what you can see in the heat of the moment. Yeah, that like you take a quick peek, that's what you see right now. Okay, I'm ready to sneak in then. Okay. Does this upper catwalk have a railing? Does it have a wall? It does have a railing, yes. This is not Star Wars. Is it a railing that is opaque or is it a railing that is a bar like is there a thing for us to hide behind i will say by default there is just a railing if you wish to spend a story point there is a low wall you can crawl like when you guys are coming in at the lower level oh so we're coming in at the zerg level you're coming in at the zerg level at the bottom here but you're not at the at the top and that walkway is eight feet up probably 10 feet up whatever 
I want to know if it's possible to reach it. Uh, with some sort of climb or athletics, probably climb or coordination check, probably. What does the tower look like? That is about the same height, but that definitely has uh, like glass walls. Getting up there or down from there is a little bit more challenging. You might be able to do it, but it's going to be harder. There's not like a door? Not that you can see on this side. Okay. And we can't see what's up there, really. Not yet. It's not like the room is super long, but it's a little bit hazy, and it, you just took a quick glance. Okay. The room does not extend too much further, but you didn't see very clearly what was beyond. So you're saying it would take, like, a coordination check to get up there? Yeah, I think that's a good use of coordination. Parkour! But they would see you doing it, right? There's a good chance that they're going to see you doing it unless there's a distraction or you do it at a significant penalty such that, like, you're very careful and try to be quiet about it. Yeah, I'm going to try that. Is that going to be a stealth check and then that? or you got to just... stealth if you want to get in the room without being noticed at all. Okay. But if I wanted to just go in and try to get up to the top... Then probably you'll be noticed just walking in. They might lose track of you if you get up quickly and quietly, but maybe not. Is there anything else in this room? Like, is there features in the arena space? Right. Uh, there look to be, like, a couple crates piled up in certain places. And it looks, Lily, actually, make a two purple knowledge zerg check since you took a look. Um, one advantage, one failure. You don't obviously recognize anything else, but there are various crates or even just uh, like large placards uh, scattered across the room. Okay, I'm going to try to sneak into the room and then go up onto the... What's it? Okay, first give me a three purple stealth check because there's a lot of people in there who might see you. Who is this a lot of people? Uh, there's all these zerg and then there's these two people over here and there's... Zerg are people now? I thought that's what you said. I said Zagara was a person. And then all the people that we don't see up on the things. Yeah, and there's further on. You may be detected. I'm going to do my upgrade. I'm going to force you into a flashback right now. Boom. All right. What is the setup for your flashback? Okay. Of course, I don't know if I'm going to succeed going up the thing. Right. So I would say it would either be something about sneaking in somewhere or maybe trying to climb in. Hmm. My plan when I get up there is to try to aim and shoot something. So right. if there's something like that, of maybe it's scouting or getting higher ground or something. Climbing into a sniper position. Yeah, or something like that. Okay. Or just sneaking into something. I could just be trying to break in. Right. I kind of like the sneaking into like a sniper nest kind of option. But let me think, where would you have done this? Uh, okay. You are actually in a city. Like a proper Terran city, but it is cold. It is cold as heck out. There's not a blizzard going on, but it just... I don't know. You probably think this whole world is an ice planet. Okay. Uh, but there's a Terran city settlement here, but you can hear artillery shells pounding into the city. Clearly, another Terran force is attacking you, and you know it's those damn fascists, uh, the UED. And you're getting the orders from, like, the captain. Like, Lily, I need you to go take up the sniper position on the outskirts of the city. Uh, you give it, like... Yes, sir, and you're running, and you're like, where do these fascists come from? I thought, they're all the way at Earth. There's just a lot of confusion. Uh, but you get to, like, the edge of the city, and you can see they have a massive expeditionary force that they've arrayed outside your city. You guys can hold out for a while, but you're going to need to get up there and uh, start taking them out. But they've got 
a lot of resources and they are just throwing troops into the grinder. And he, he calls me Loli, not some sort of a rank or something, like private or whatever? That is correct. He dresses you by name. Okay. Because you look down in your, uh, oh, you're in the Sniper Corps. Uh, Dominion Sniper Force. Maybe <laughs> the core for everything. Yeah, you know, it's an empire. You can have lots of things. All right. You get to the outskirts of the city, like even outside the entire city proper. There are like towers and bunkers and cliffs and places. You get to one of the cliffs on the outside of the city. There are some UED troops marching by and you have to duck into like a snowbank uh, all of a sudden. And you kind of hear them go by their terrible Russian accents kind of muffled by the snow, but definitely still present. You emerge after they walk by, quickly climb up the cliff, and you get your sniper shot ready just as you see uh, another UED force has gone around the city and completely encircled it. And the UED forces, they consume the entire city. Okay. You just happen to be ordered outside of it when they take the... There's, there's nothing left. Oh. <laughs> but I'm here. I'm ready to shoot. <laughs> you're in a good position. You're, you're not encircled. Right. Uh, but that's your sneaking flashback for the day. Okay. One success, two advantages. Lily, you slip right in. You open the door just enough for you to, to get in. You immediately stand it aside a little bit. You have two advantages. You could use those to boost you getting up with a coordination check, or you can use them to help Imogen sneak in if she's going to do that. Oh, interesting. I think you should use them for yourself. Yeah, I'm going to boost up. Because if this goes poorly, I may need her as a distraction. Right. You probably tell her to hold for a second. Yeah, like, or whatever the... A nice fist clench over the shoulder, and then mm-hmm. you're gone. Well, we'll see here in a second. Yeah, you're going to boost up. The coordination check for, like, scrambling up this wall, that's going to be three purples and two blacks, because you're trying to do it quietly without being noticed. Okay, and then what could I do with my advantages? You can get a blue die. One advantage. I'm going to use my natural parkour. All right, we'll just blow through everything. Boom. Five advantages, but five failures. Okay, you're trying to scramble up, but clearly someone has thought about this. And it's a very like smooth-surfaced wall. It is not easy to get up. Okay. You would ha- have to get like something like a grapnel or a ladder uh, if you really wanted to get up there. And that's you're not going to be able to hide. Uh, your advantages are, however, I will say, consuming three of them, that you are not noticed at all. Okay. Give me another perception check, or vigilance. Just two purples. One success, one triumph, and a threat. As you were climbing, you were trying to scramble up, you didn't quite make it, uh, but you did notice two things. One, you see that these, this like purple zerg, it's just a zergling, and this yellow, it's a slightly different looking zergling, somehow slightly different genetics. They are attacking each other. Okay. Not super viciously as you would commonly see, you don't think, uh, but they're definitely attacking each other. You, as you get high enough over, though, are able to see further back for just a second, and you can see the rest of this room. Oh. There's way at the back at another computer terminal. Everybody's favorite, uh, UED Ghost Neiman. He's at a computer terminal, and he's on some kind of like voice command as well, but you can't hear whatever he's saying, you recognize Lily, this creature in the upper left corner. That's like a Zerg overlord. It kind of controls other Zerg. Right. It's a balloon thing. It's a big balloon thing with some, uh, not as big of eyes uh, as it would seem to have there. 
It is big, too, and it's just kind of floating around off in the corner. Okay. You had a triumph. All these Zerg, the Zerg that you see down low, most of them you do not see tech in their heads. Oh, okay. Maybe this one bigger one you do. Okay. Uh, That's like a big nasty Hydralisk. The Overlord does have a clear piece of tech, so uh, you can infer from that what you will. Right. Well, Zagara said that he was far gone. I don't know what her motive is for that, but I'm fine to take her other word on that. Does Lily see the other people? Yes. Sorry. You you do see a couple other people over here as well. They have like data pads out and they're watching something. Are they former Rose slaves or just other people? Uh, you know what? They are former Rose slaves. Names to be determined. Okay. So then the threat, should I take that as... You should take that as strain, because, like, this is Neiman. He is here. Okay, and then I did have two advantages from left from the other role. That is your choice as far as, do you want to retreat? Do you want to call Imogen in? Do you want to start shooting? Yeah, can I do that to Imogen? And I'm going to kind of give her, like, number of people. You give her a quick assessment of the battle. Yeah. Like, you can even lean back and whisper it to her. You're clearly not the focus at this door. Yeah. How far is the Overlord? It is in the back left corner. That is long range. Okay, so I'm going to have to sneak closer to shoot him anyway. Yeah, you'll have to get to approximately like where the tower is if you want to get to medium range. Okay, then I am going to continue sneaking into the room. Okay, why don't we have Imogen sneak in? Yeah, let's let Imogen go before I blow the mission. <laughs> Can I make a perception check? Yes, absolutely. Uh, just two purples for trying to get the lay of the land here. What about the advantages with the blue die? I think probably Imogen will want those for a stealth check, is my suspicion. Okay. I don't know that Imogen's going to make a stealth check. Well, then you want to take him now? Yeah. Okay, take it right now. Success with one threat. Yes, you do see the Zerg, Shelly on the left, Abdul in the center, like strapped to a chair, his tower is slightly higher. Not easy to get into, it looks like. What is the scale of this room? From one end of the quadrant to the other end of the quadrant is about medium range. From the door to the back is long range. Okay, so from the entrance to Abdul is medium range. Correct. Okay, then I'm going to try to do my empath. Ah, and is your side gauntlet still ignited? It is. Okay. The thing is, it's hard to turn on, so (laughs) I have it on right now. I'm going to keep it on. Okay. Okay. Medium range adds two purples of difficulty. I'm just going to attempt to read Abdul's general emotional state. Okay. Because I don't know exactly how he's being used in this situation. Uh, But psionics is hard. So (laughs) I do not succeed. I get one advantage, but no success. You try reaching out, uh, but it's just, it's a little too far away. And there's too many... Too many minds clouding the space in here. Okay. Lily seems to have ducked down behind something. Yeah, I think, Lily, you're still right by the door. Uh, but you're looking for your opening. Is your gun out, Lily, at this point? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the frying pan. Frying pan laser is primed. What is your plan? Just wait it, wait it out a little bit? I would like to stay here and observe for a little while to see, like, what's... Because these little groups of Zerg seem to be fighting each other. But, like, I'm interested in what the Terrans in the room are doing. Like, are they all just calmly operating their computers? Like, 
is Abdul. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I want to make another perception check that's focused on watching the humans while whatever's going on is going on. Okay. Give me a three purple perception check then. You're looking for some more specific things. So it's a little bit tougher. I have success with one advantage. I'm going to spend a bad guy story point to tell you some things. Okay. You can see Abdul. Uh, He's strapped to a chair like he's awake, but not super aware. He looks like he's been beat up a little bit. Uh, He's not doing the best. You look over. It's been more than a week since he was taken. It's been more. These are clearly more fresh bruises. Okay. You look to the left and you see Shelly. She is like sweating and super anxious. You can't like hear what she's saying, but she's clearly very nervous. And she seems to be in control of these uh, sort of brownish yellow zerg. Okay. Uh, But she seems very uncertain of herself. You probably can't see Neiman from where you're at. uh, Although Lily told you that he was at the other end on the catwalk. But you can hear a voice coming over like the intercom passing throughout the whole room. That's enough playing around now, Shelly. If you want to rescue Abdul, you're going to have to command those Zerg more effectively. And you see uh, the purple Zerg again. Uh, They advance and they start trying to... They're attacking more aggressively onto Shelly's brown Zerg. Which Zerg have brain implants here? Way in the back corner. You you can just barely see that. That one has a brain implant. Those are the only two that you can see brain implants on. Okay, so somebody is controlling the Overlord, and somebody is probably controlling the Hydralisk. And maybe the Overlord is issuing orders to the ones that don't have brain implants. That is one explanation for what's happening. And... The different colors indicate which Zerg seem to be fighting with each other. And they are literally different colors, Zerg. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you know what? I would say that these are all, these are in a bit of a mosh pit right now. All right. So which one of us has the computer? Did you still have that image in or do I have that? I think you have the laptop, but I think we closed it. I'm going to give it to you and then I'm going to sneak in. Further in. Yeah. I'm going to try to position myself to shoot this overlord. Okay. I will open the computer and try again to control something. I am not the computer person, though. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's three purples and a black by default. You have another black because you have this side gauntlet on, so you're trying to do this with one hand. (laughs) I don't think of any of this. I definitely don't have a knack for computers. Yeah, you're like passing me. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) He hasn't listened to me. Sneaking in. Yeah, you are able to watch without any difficulty. But, like, you can literally see, so that's not as critical. But Lily is sneaking further in, so I want to try to control the Zerg because, like, that could create distraction. Yes. People will be like, oh, why aren't our Zerg behaving right or whatever, and then maybe Lily can get further. Yep. But instead, what's going to happen is I'm going to roll this giant pile of negative dice. Oh, what do you know? Failure. Oh, who knew? Failure with one threat. You do take a strain... You don't know how this interface is working. You're having to do it with one hand. There's no voice commands. Uh, Like, you can watch, but you can just peek in and see right there. You don't need the weird interface that this screen provides. It's just not particularly useful. So, sorry, Lily, I provide no assistance. You do realize I'm just trying to sneak in. Who knows what I'm going to do? This is true. I may be the distraction, and you can shoot the Overlord. Or stab it with your Psygauntlet, like a ninja in the face. I've seen you do that. Except the Overlord's floating in the air. Okay, for the record, that Zerg that I stabbed did not have a face. (laughs) Because you stabbed him in it. 
All right, then I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try to sneak into the room so that I'm at range to shoot the overlord. So I'll need to be in medium. Okay, so you're probably gonna sneak around like the other side of this tower. Because over here seems to be a bit of a bit of a mess. Yeah, if I can do that, then yeah, whatever gets me into a position. Okay. And what's the difficulty on this? Uh, at this point, I think you're being, going to be opposed by Neiman's vigilance, uh, which is going to be a red and two purples. You do still have two story points available for regular upgrades. Yeah, why don't I use one of those? Let's just give me a shot to at least get into the room before I cause a distraction. Oh, let me add him. I'll just start talking. If I can get in there, you can talk while I line up a shot. I mean, this computer thing's not working. My next go-to is just confrontation. Or you could start a chat. Ah, that is true. I did type in that box before. And you were told to maintain radio silence, I think? Yes, but that's a good point. That is a way for me to, like, confront him without exposing our position. Right. All right. Other well, than to make him think we're with Elena. Let's see what we've got here. One success. All right. You, Lily, get to, like, the opposite corner. You can see over in the right here, there's, like, a some sort of door in the floor. of Or, like, maybe, like, a not a trap door kind of thing. Uh, but there might be storage or something. That's the only other entrance you see on this level. You're not sure if that's where Zagara is going to end up or if she'll come out on the top. Okay. Uh, she has not come out yet. She had to take a long way around and you don't know what was around the way. I would like you to make a two purple perception check as you're like, you have a better look at some things around this corner. Okay. Do our walkie-talkies work here or no? I will say they do, but if someone has advanced technology, they might be able to eavesdrop. You don't know. So it's your call. But would it be loud if she talked to me? Not, not any louder than a normal conversation face-to-face. Okay. I'm making a perception check. And you said it's just two purple? Just two purples. One threat. You only get a strange feeling that it's something familiar here, more so than this arena, but you don't know what it is. I've been here before. I used to be in charge of this place. <laughs> All right. I think I'm going to start using the chat box. Just before you do any of that image in Lily, you're in position targeting the Overlord. Me? Yes. If I'm close enough to shoot, then I'd like to aim. Okay. Just so I know what you're up to when Imogen starts her. And Lily, you're aiming with the frying pan? Yes. And were you aiming for its brain controller or just for it? I think just for it because she said it's not oh, salvageable. So that's, that's right. just... All right. Yeah. You can see there is tech attached to it, but it's... It's much harder to get at. Like, the Overlord has grown around it a fair bit. And you don't know what would happen if the Overlord suddenly had free will. Right. Okay. Uh, Imogen. I was going to start typing into the chat box to... Uh, now I don't know if this is a good idea, though. Because, like, if Lee hasn't been noticed, then maybe I should just let her take her shot rather than... I was thinking I would distract Neiman... I guess if Neiman's attention is on the chat box, then Neiman's attention is not in the field. That, that is true. And, like, you don't have a good line of sight on Lily right now. Right. Like, you know, she went around this little tower in the center, and you can't see Neiman from where you're at. So you don't know what their situation is necessarily. Okay. So I think I will proceed with the try to hold Neiman's attention while Lily does whatever she's going to do. Okay. So I will type into the chat box... Let's see. I feel like this is going to be coercion. Like, I want to be taunting. Okay. You mean trolling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to trying to think how to... 
do this in a way that doesn't tip him off to who we are necessarily. All right. I mean, that, that's going to be deception, then, really. Yeah. Like if you're trying to pretend to still be Elena or if you're trying to pretend to be... I'm definitely not going to try to pretend to be Elena. I'm just trying to think of like what I can say to him that would like hook him. All right. I'm going to start typing in the chat box and I'm going to start with lavender, comma. And then I say like, this wasn't what we hired you for. Your, your activities in this facility are unacceptable. Okay. Was Lavender his code name or something? That was his code name. Lavender uh-huh. was the name of the sign-off on the emails that were arranging the assassin job with Rose. Oh, okay. And it was like, fascistly yours, comma, Lavender. Yes. Okay. This will be a deception check. You get a blue die for having some authenticity of his code name. You are going to go against his vigilance check. That was red, purple, purple. Uh, the evil GM is spending a story point, however, so it is two reds and a purple. I think I will use a story point also because I am rumored to be deceptive, but it's not actually a class skill of mine. <laughs> and it is a total wash. Your line is ineffective. Uh, I will say he may not know it's you two because, frankly, you two don't figure strongly into his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now he knows that somebody is here, so that's not good. Yeah, somebody purporting to be Rose. He doesn't take it casually. He's like, I appreciate you revealing yourself, but you don't get the accent over chat, but you can tell there's an accent over chat. I appreciate you revealing yourself, comrade. (laughs) All right. Take the shot, Lily. Take the shot. Yes, but Lily, you can still take the shot. Okay. So what's the deal with aiming in this? One aim will give you a blue die. That's what you have time for in this situation. All right. Deep breath. (laughs) Second wind. Line up my shot and I'm going to shoot. It is medium range from you and the overlord has adversary one. So it is a red and a purple. Does the overlord have any range defense? Probably not. It's a giant blob. No, it's a giant like blue. It does not have range defense. Okay. And you're just shooting it straight out. Three successes and two advantages. Ah, Ooh. so Is that enough to activate. You could activate the burn. Does the Frank Frank crit on? Crit is three. Yes, yeah, so you don't have enough to crit. But if burn needs advantages to activate, it would be two advantages. Yeah. Okay, so then I can activate burn, and then the base damage is eight plus the three successes, which brings it to eleven. Yes, so that will be eleven damage. But it catches fire. And it catches on fire. You, What's the burn number associated with it? Burn one. one. It just suddenly catches on fire. That's excellent. So next round, it will also do eight damage. Oh. The soak will still apply, but... Okay. Yeah, you get through. It's a pretty nasty hit. So if nobody sees me do this, as far as they can tell, the Overlord just catches on fire? Well, no, this is pretty obvious now. <laughs> uh, there's a blue beam of light that shoots the Zerg. Blue laser catches the overlord on fire. Uh, overlord screeches. Kind of sounds like a horse. I was going to say, that was the screech. That is sort of what they sound like. That's not perfect. Neiman is a little caught by surprise, and I think it's time to roll. I think it's cool for us. We started this fight. Yeah, I think it is cool for you guys. 3.0. Point 0.1? I have no cool. I just go in and shoot. Ah! Do you have some sort of counter in mind for when Zagara shows up? Uh, when it is most narrative, when I find it most narrative appropriate. Okay. Uh, if you wish to expend a story point, 
you can make that happen. I'm not sure if I want her to show up or not. Yeah, you don't know what else she's getting getting up into. She might be thinking you you guys are not pulling your weight over here. Because I, I just started a barbecue. All right. Good news, bad news. Bad news. A bad guy is going first. Here's a question. Yes? How many things are in this initiative lineup? There are two good guys right now and four bad guys. Those bad guys are Neiman. This large Zerg, which I'll go ahead and say is a big Hydralisk. These two purple Zerglings are one minion group. And these two yellow Zerglings are another minion group. The people here, the civilians, are not getting initiative orders. They are not, they're not going to be taking active combat. Oh, until, I, until I leadership them. You might be able to get them to do something. Uh, that is true. The Overlord also is not going to be taking actions, so to speak. It will move when Neiman goes. It's his familiar. Uh, something like that. Also, it doesn't have an attack, and it's floating in the air, so it can float around, but it, I do not think it will be able to, like, crash down on you guys unless you stand right under it and shoot it out of the sky. How long will it stay on fire? Is it just one turn for burn? Just one turn, because it's burn one. Okay. Uh, but hey, that's damage next turn while your laser's recharging. Yeah. So, you are doing damage that turn. You hit it pretty hard, but it's just a big thing, so mm-hmm. you know it's going to take a few more shots to bring that down. Or something else, uh, whatever you're going to do. But you're making, definitely, you made very good progress with that shot. That's what I was hoping for. Yep. We got a bad guy, a good guy, three other bad guys, and then the final good guy slot. Right now, Zagara might pop in uh, at any moment. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.